I don't know how to say this, but I'll just, uh, I'll just come out right now and just say it. Our time has come to an end. I'm sorry. It is what it is, but it's over. I gave you time and you didn't pull the trigger. So I, I have to move on now. Unfortunately, you had the opportunity to do what was right and you chose not to. And so I have to cut ties. The, the hourglass, the sand has already fallen. The clock has spun around. There's no time left. The seconds have ticked away. I'm sorry, but we have come to the end of time. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about today? I'm talking about prospecting. I'm not done with this podcast. I ain't going to be done with this podcast for a long time. But today we're going to talk about prospecting and we're going to talk about how to utilize time as a prospecting tool. Stay tuned. What's up, Permission Nation? My name is Charles Specht and I teach insurance agents how to quote less, win more often, and build a $1 million or more book of business through signed broker of record letters. Whether you're a brand new producer just starting out or you've been grinding it out year after year, you're in the right place to learn how to grow your book. I teach insurance producers my step-by-step 12X framework that helps you get the incumbent agent fired and you hired. After all, why waste time quoting when you can win with one signature? If you're looking for a proven system to help you 12X your book of business, then visit my website at www.12x.club to see how it's done. Otherwise, kick back, turn up the volume, and remember, quoting is for the week. This is the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast. Hey, everybody. My name is Charles Specht. I am the host of the Millionaire Insurance Producer Podcast, and it is great to have you with us. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate you being an avid listener of Permission Nation, so thanks for that. And you know, tell you what, if you get some value out of this podcast, if you listen and you're getting something, would you do me a favor? Would you please go and leave a review? Would you leave a five-star review? Because it actually ha- that actually helps a lot with getting the word out and so forth. And I would really appreciate that. Um, so if you could do that, you know what? You're making my day. Thank you very much, Permission Nation. I appreciate that. But moving on now, let's talk about the issue of time. Here's something that I think is important for us to understand. That when you have a certain amount of time to do a certain project, you've got a, you got a length of time. You've got an amount of time that's here. In order to complete a certain project... I would ask you, do you normally wait until the end of that time to really start diving in and getting it done? Let me put it to you in a different way. Let's say you're in high school or college. You've got a a paper that's due. Maybe it's not due for another month, month and a half. When do you start working on it? Do you start working on it right away today and get that thing done? You know, you're done like three, four weeks in advance. If you are, well, you're crazy. You're weird. You're definitely unhuman, non-human. You're not like the rest of us. Because I actually think the vast majority of us will procrastinate. When you have a test that's coming up, whether it's just a normal quiz, a midterm, whatever it was, did you normally cram at the very end? Why do you do that? Why why not just spend a lot of time up until that just doing the work and then learning the information? Why do we do that? It's because we're all human 
And when a certain amount of time is left in the project, we tend to wait out that time before getting it done. That's why when we start to figure out how to prospect, giving our prospects some ideas and updates on what to expect, we have to give them a time limit to do things. Otherwise, it ain't getting done. I just want to tell you that. It is not going to get done if we don't give them a time limit. So you'll hear me say of this very often that prospecting is a numbers game. Selling insurance is a relationship game, period. 100%. I believe it. I believe it very, very much. And there's a lot that comes into play in regards to the numbers game. Talk about making prospecting phone calls, sending out emails, all that kind of stuff. You can't lie. The numbers don't lie. They are what they are. But I'm even talking about then the time period here in which we've got maybe a certain amount of seconds, certain amount of hours, a certain amount of days, weeks, months, until something has to happen. You know what? We have policy expiration dates for a reason. And frankly, sadly, unfortunately, many of your competitors, certainly not your agency because your agency would never do this, but a lot of your competitors out there, they will typically wait for the last month, month and a half before they even really work on the renewals for their current clients. They won't actually even contact their current clients and to get the updated renewal specs and all that kind of stuff in order to send it out to the marketplace. And I know that there's even some that might wait a week, week and a half, couple of weeks, and then lo and behold, they're pressed for time because they waited and waited and waited and didn't get it done. You, you know this is the case with so many different things that we do with our prospects. If the insured doesn't feel the time crunch, he or she's likely not to move forward. That comes in both when they are a current client as well as a prospect. And so when we talk about prospecting, how can we utilize the limits of time and expiration of amount of time that is given in order to continue the process, push it down the process of what we want to accomplish, right? So there's so many different ways in which this comes into play. But I would tell you that almost every single marketing message that you put out should have some sort of timing attached to it, a time frame allotted that you're giving it in order to actually have something done. I would tell you that this works very, very often, not just in insurance, but in all kinds of businesses. If you've ever purchased something out there, maybe online, a digital course, um, something that somebody was selling you know, out on an infomercial, whatever it is, they always say, you know, act now, move now, the time is coming, you've got three minutes left, whatever it is. There's this short amount of time in which you have to act. Most people don't buy right up front. I can tell you this even from personal experience. Whenever I put out a new digital course or I put out some kind of offering or training that I'm doing, I typically put it out and I'll start marketing it usually a week to two weeks before the actual date. And I will have a time period in which you can't purchase it after this. Why? Well, I learned from doing it from a whole bunch of other people about why this actually makes sense, both from a, just a sales perspective and then just from a psychological perspective. That for whatever reason, usually anywhere from about 10 to 30% of the actual buyers will buy right at the very end of the time that's a given. So if I put on something for sale today and I'm going to close the cart on it two weeks from now, I can expect to get anywhere from 10 to 30% of my sales on that last day. Why? Because people wait. They wait, they wait, they wait. And then when they realize that they can't wait any longer, they finally pull the trigger. Have you ever had a prospect who just keeps you know, waiting and doesn't make a decision? 
yeah, you know, I'm thinking about it. You know, I, I might get some quotes this year. I'm not quite sure. And, you know, man, I like your proposal. You know, give me some time to think about it and think about it. And, you know, lo and behold, they just never get around to actually doing things in the right time frame that helps our situation. So we need to be able to figure out how to fix that. We need to be able to have some kind of a time clock, a timer that is continually ticking down. Tick, tick, tick. So it finally comes to the very end where if they don't make a decision up to that point, then we walk away. We walk away. Does this, does this hinder some people? Potentially, yes. Does it help many people? I think it helps a whole lot more than it hinders, 100%. Now, with that said, that doesn't mean that you do this on every single account with every single buyer because every buyer is different. Okay, Every buyer is different. However, I would tell you that 99% of the time, including some kind of a time frame in which things have to be done by is going to be more beneficial to you than rather being a hindrance, period. This comes down to both even when you're doing your prospecting emails and your telephone calls. Let them know that this has to be done by a certain time period. Why is this important? Well, I'll tell you what. If you're meeting with a prospect two months before it comes up for renewal, then potentially the current agent, the incumbent agent, if he or she has been responsible, has actually done a lot of the renewal marketing and may have gone out and actually blocked some markets. And you need to be able to get in there as quickly as possible so that you can talk to the insured about a broker record letter and about securing other markets that you want. Now, if we're waiting around and we're just sort of dilly-dallying in regards to our prospecting, Another agent might get in ahead of us and then actually ask for the broker of record letter. And if somebody else asks for the broker of record letter before you do, it becomes very difficult for you to win. I'm just telling you. It becomes very difficult for you to ever hear with affirmation, yes, they'll give you the broker of record letter if they've already met with another agent and have given them, the him or her, the broker of record letter, period. Timing is absolutely important. And so when you're doing your prospecting, I would encourage you to give your prospects some kind of a time period to have things done. It doesn't mean that that if it goes beyond that, that the world falls apart. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you need to hold your prospect's hand, lead them down the path that's going to get them and you the best result possible. So when you're doing your phone calls, you got to let them know that I need to meet with you within the next seven days in order to begin pre-qualifying you for this program because we can only work with a number of people in the given time. Otherwise, we begin to dilute the services that we give to our other clients. So you need to really just add some kind of a time frame into your prospecting activity so that the insured realizes they need to move now and they can't put it off. Because a lot of people will make, actually make a decision. They'll pull the trigger. They'll do it. They'll say yes. But only if we give them a time period. So having a time period attached to your prospecting is so important. Frankly, you only have so much time in a week. Depending upon how big your book of business is, how long you've been in the business, all that kind of stuff. You only have so much time in which to prospect. Even as I talked on one of my last podcasts about just the timing of certain things and, and really kind of stepping up and going all in, let's say you've got 15 hours left in the week to actually prospect after all is said and done from servicing, doing renewals, and so forth. Most producers aren't even using 20% of that time to actually prospect. So in that you know, example, you know, 15 minutes, you know, 15 hours, usually someone's like prospecting three hours out of it. Well, 
Whatever that percentage is for you, and I can tell you that you're not utilizing 100% of your time because nobody really does, but whatever time you have, you only have so much time. Therefore, you can only work with so many prospects at a time. You can only handle so many clients at a time. Your people, your staff can only service so many people at a time until the point at which they have to start doing overtime because you have gone past the allotment of what is available. Frankly, you as an individual producer, you can't be in two places at once. You can only work on one thing at one time before you move on to another. And if you have way too many things on your plate, you're going to be overloaded and you just won't get to it. Period. So frankly, we only have so much time. I want to work with the best prospects, typically a little bit of definitely in a far in advance of their renewal date and then help that insurer to see that we're in a time crunch right now. We need to move forward. Why? Because sales is war. Are you a local insurance agent struggling to find markets for your clients? Look no further than Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business. So don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. That's nbsbrokerage.com. And by the way, tell them Charles sent you. Do you understand that? The sales is war. I mean, did you understand how important that is to grasp when we come down to it? We are trying to win business. And for us to win business, for you to win a new client means somebody or other people are, are going to have to lose in order for you to win. If you're going to win a new client, at least one person, maybe more, has to lose in order for you to win. And this is, this is war. Sales is war. And so I need to get the prospect to move according to my timetable, my time frame, and the allotment of time that I give him or her. Because otherwise, they will expand it out. How many prospects think that even though we know the underwriters might take in a submission 90 days beforehand, 120 days beforehand. I mean, frankly, most people don't have a submission that far in advance, unfortunately, sadly, even many insurance agents that are the incumbent. But when an insurance buyer starts hearing from uh, other producers, for example, when they're giving them a call for prospecting, the insured might be putting it off. Well, you know, I don't want to meet with anybody probably for another month. You know, I'll just let me do this, you know, maybe a month, maybe uh, just a few weeks before it comes up for renewal. No, that puts you in a terrible position. And sales is about positioning. Winning is about positioning. It's very difficult to win if you're in a very poor, weak position. So I need to meet with the insured in advance. I'm asking for 30 minutes of that person's time. I'm not asking for the sun, moon, and stars. I need to meet with that person 30 minutes in the time period that I want to meet with them because I need to be able to put this in the best position so that I can win. Don't you? I think you do. So when you're doing your prospecting, you need to realize that you can only work with so many prospects at one time. You only have so much time. And so I'm going to work in advance, typically, certainly like three months in advance of the accounts coming up that I need to meet with them in the next week in order to seriously begin the process of pre-qualification in order to get into the program that I want them to get into, period. 
After all said and done, I need to actually give the insured that time. Why? They will expand the project out for as long as they can. Now, same thing goes when you're actually meeting with your prospect. You're talking to them. I need to get copies of the policies. I need to get signatures on these BORs. I need to get access to the loss runs. And I need to have this done within seven days. I need to have this information within that time period. I want to, for example, maybe I want the broker of record letter signed right there in that very meeting. That's the time frame that I'm allotting it. I want it done then. Everything has this time period. Now, again, I said a little bit earlier, this doesn't apply to every situation, not every single person. If you push too hard, it's going to fire back on you. So you got to actually just look at each situation as its own, on its own. It's unique. Every person is different. However, more often than not, significantly more often than not, giving some kind of a time frame for each thing that you want is important. I need to have this account. Once I meet with the insured, I want to have their account out to the marketplace within 10 days after that, if not a whole lot sooner. They only got so much time in which to get this done, getting loss runs, getting you know all the apps done, all that kind of stuff, marketed out to the carriers. It just takes time. As you know, it takes time. Therefore, the longer that it's taking, the less likely you're going to be in a strong position because you never know what the incumbent agent is doing behind the closed doors. So you have to strengthen your position in order to actually get awarded the business. So I would tell you, I would encourage you, in a very tactful, professional manner, let the insured know what is your timeline of services. When do you expect to have certain things done by? And when are the times that you need to have something from them? Careful now. Don't overwhelm the insured. If you overwhelm the insured, they're going to see like this really looks like a lot. It's going to take too much of my time. Um, you're looking high maintenance, all of that. I get it. Um, it's kind of like a catch-22. We're in between a rock and a hard place. Yep. Well, welcome to the world of sales. It's war. It ain't easy. If it was easy, we could hire homeless people to do it, but we don't. We need professionals like you to actually do this. And so we need you to be able to figure it out. So giving some kind of a time frame when we need to have things done is very important. A broker of record letter signed by this time. I'm going to be working with the insurance carriers to get you the lost runs. I need to have those sent over to me same day that you receive them. All that kind of stuff. Time frame, time frame, time frame, right? So then even, for example, let's say you're going through an entire quoting process and you're meeting with the insured, let's say you know the, the incumbent agents you know, got the markets, you got your markets and so forth, you had to go through a quoting process, couldn't get the BOR, carrier wouldn't accept it, whatever. You're just going through a quoting process. You're meeting with the insured. How far in advance of the policy period expiration date are you meeting with the insured to go over your proposal? How much time are you allotting it? Guess how often the insured wants to receive your proposal? Well, certainly as far in advance as possible. They would love to have those quotes a month from now, uh, a month be even before it's going to renew. When are they going to tell you? Are they going to tell you a month beforehand? Absolutely not, right? They are going to let that time period go by. Um, so the thing is, is that we want to be able to meet with the insured within a certain time frame in order to strengthen our position. The time frame. You need to be able to talk to your prospect, being open and transparent, letting your insured know what to expect, when you're going to have your quotes by. If you know that you have competition, if you know the incumbent agent is out there doing something, then you definitely need to let the insured know to not make a decision either which way until they have met with you first, until they have conversed with you first, certainly until you give them your 
your proposal. And I would again tell you that, look, it all comes down to a numbers game. It comes down to timing. It comes down to positioning. If the insured isn't giving you the broker of record letter and they've got certainly some loyalty to their current agent, I would tell you it's a weak move to meet with the insured with your proposal before they've actually received their quote from their current agent. Sorry, it is what it is. It's just a weak position to meet beforehand if you don't have the full permission of the insured. Why? Well, obviously, if they meet beforehand, if they get their quotes, I want to contact the insured. Hey, Bob, this is Charles. Yep, I want to let you know I'm working on your quotes. I'm getting very close here. We're going to start working on our presentation. I'm hoping to meet with you very soon. Wanted just to kind of reach out with you, find out you know what you've got going on in the next few days, and then also have you received your current renewal from your current agent yet? Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have. Okay. Great. You've received your current one. Okay. Perfect. What does it look like? How much is it? Yeah. Tell you what. One hundred fifty thousand dollars. Okay. Well, that's a, actually not a bad quote. That's pretty good. Tell you what. Can you do me a favor? Can you just email it over to me? I want to take a look, and I'm going to do a side by side apples to apples comparison for you, so that you can actually see their coverages versus our coverages, limits, and so forth. So rather than just you know a, a premium, let's look. Let's look at a side by side comparison of rates, number of vehicles gross sales, all the coverages, the residential exclusions, all of that, side by side. That way you can actually make a very informed decision. Go ahead and shoot that on that on over to me. And you know, in the meantime, then let's go ahead and uh, focus on meeting. How about three days from now? I'll be able to get the, everything done from the underwriter and have the presentation ready. We'll go 72 hours from now. Does that work for you? Perfect. Could you do that? You could do a conversation like that with your prospects, couldn't you? I mean, why not? It puts you in a stronger position and you want to win. You want to win. And so we need to be able to give insurance buyers a time period, right? If you're meeting with the insured, I want to know beforehand, what is the expectation when I meet with you? And frankly, we should probably be having this conversation, I would say, um, likely in the very first meeting, if not you know, soon thereafter the first meeting, about what are the expectations when we go through this process? Who has to make the decision? How many people are a part of that decision-making process? How quickly after I give you my numbers, can you pull the trigger? Can we pull the trigger the same day? Does it require a week in advance? Did you got to work with a board to actually get final approval? Like I want to know what are the expectations, and I want to limit that time period so that when I'm meeting with them, I'm in a much stronger position. Again, why is this important? Because sales is war. And if we don't give the insured some kind of a time period in which to have a decision done, they will continue to push it off, push it off, push it off, push it off. And before you know it, you haven't, you are no longer at the top of their to-do list. And that's a weak position to be in as an insurance agent. So timing is everything. Timing is so important to success. Timing is so important to prospecting. Giving your prospect a certain amount of time in which to get something done is very important. That's why, as I even titled the podcast episode for today, our time has come to an end. It's important that your prospect realizes that there is a time period and it has an end date. And if something doesn't happen by that end date, it's almost impossible or certainly it becomes a hindrance to move forward then again. This is helpful both for the insured to get him or her to actually move 
and to get things done. It strengthens your position. And frankly, let me just also tell you that it comes across as very professional. If you're just wishy-washy about the whole process, you're going to look like an amateur. And you're not an amateur, you're a pro. You're a professional. You do this for a living. And so you don't want to come across as wishy-washy. You want to come across as the advisor, the producer, the one who is trusted, the one who has the permission. And when we give insurance buyers a very clear, directed timeline of services about when things are going to happen in this entire renewal process, they will feel more confident in you, more comfortable in working with you, more comfortable and confident in giving you access to the carriers that you want to have access to, including the incumbent carriers via the signed broker of record letter. And so to not have a time period or an allotment in which there is a drop dead date on a lot of the things that you do, it's hindering your sales. It really is. It's hindering your sales. And so I would invite you to do something about it. Take a look at your entire process, your sales and prospecting and marketing process from start to finish, and then start implementing some kind of a time period in each of these things and see what kind of response you get. Maybe nothing changes. Maybe everything changes. That might just be the very thing that you needed in order to begin building your book of business to a million dollars or more. Just by telling your prospects that they have to get this done by Tuesday at 3 p.m. Otherwise, I have to cut ties and move on to the other because I only have so many people who are going to qualify for this type of program and whatever it is that you're offering as your carrot. 37% savings, a free loss control program specifically for your drivers, whatever it is. It has to have a drop dead date. Drop dead dates work really, really good. My name is Charles Specht. I am the president and CEO of Permission Sales, where I teach and train insurance agents just like you how to build a $1 million or more book of business through sign broker of record letters. This is The Millionaire. Insurance Producer Podcast. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial but you've got time to search it and look at it that's what we do we deliver high quality ve's we mix the technology with it we train them on the technology give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races i'm not joking with you You can call my agency at any time ask for lordland and we do ask her say how fast are you able to do quotes i've actually got a couple videos of it that's right we can do five to ten 
carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.